This is Podflix, episode 216. I'm Paul. I'm Nish. And that's it. Yeah. Our our resident sexy redhead is uh, under the weather as we record mm. right now. So we're not going to be getting any uh, pithy willyisms. That's right. All you get are your two resident sexy bald men. That's right. Talking about Columbo. <laughs> Excuse me. Mrs. Columbo. That's Thank right. you. That's right. Columbo and Mrs. Columbo. No, we're not talking about that because we are talking about Hallmark Christmas movies, aren't we? We are. We are. Have you, um, before you did for this episode, and we'll talk about it in a second, had you ever seen a Hallmark Christmas movie from beginning to end? I had never seen an actual Hallmark Christmas movie. Like, I had seen spoof movies in the sure. style of a Hallmark yeah, Christmas of movie. Course, of course, of course. But never seen an actual one before, no. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I'm, I'm sure I've seen little pieces of one, like, flipping or like or like a clip of one that people are making fun of on like instagram or whatever um but i'd never seen one all the way through and now i have now i can say that i that i have um i think you were gonna ask me this but i'll ask you instead um was your movie an actual hallmark movie yes my movie was an actual hallmark movie um it turns out that one of the Six streaming services I subscribe to. It's either Peacock or Paramount. I can never I can never remember the difference between those two. But one of them actually, like, you know, you can scroll down to some of them and they say, like, what channel do you want to watch stuff from? Uh, okay. Um, and one of the options is Hallmark. Oh, wow. Uh, so I just roll in there and I had, like, I don't know, 25 movies to pick from. Probably more, but yeah. Yeah, mine also was a Hallmark movie. Um, and, and we say that, right? Because I think like there are quite a few movies that like when you type in like Hallmark movies or like Chris, something with Christmas in the name, and then you're just searching through or whatever. There's a lot of movies that are like clearly like meant to be Hallmark movies, but they're not actually Hallmark. Right. Mm -hmm. Like there's some lifetime movies that are kind of like Hallmark. Then there's, um, what is it called? Gak? Is that what it is? Great, great American something what it is the company i know it mainly because it's the company that like candace cameron like moved to and like there was like a little kerfluffle about it like last year or so because they're like kind of more i don't know right-wingy and christian or something like that but like it's it's some uh, other channel so i heard i heard a little bit about this right that that like hallmark movie had the goal to put out like a gay christmas yes, movie yes. And this is what it was people yes yeah, defected to the even more conservative channel or whatever. Right, yeah, right. led led by Candace Cameron. Yes, yeah. exactly. So yeah, there are some of those movies as well. And then I think even like just like movies put out by like some of the streaming services like Netflix and something like that. But where it's like it's their own movies, but it clearly is following a very similar template. Yep. Yeah. So given the given the wide variety of choice out there, how did you pick your? Uh, we should say like we each watched a different movie. Yes. Um, so how did you pick your Hallmark movie to watch for this episode? Right. This was hard. Um, I mean, part of it definitely for me because I didn't have whatever service you had where it could just be watched was like cost. Like it's like, is there something I don't have to pay for, or like can only pay like a very small amount or something like that in order to rent or something, you know, that kind of thing. Um, the other thing I kind of looked at was 
something where I recognized one of the actors because I thought that would be interesting to, to, to at least have something where it's like, OK, I know who one of these people is like either either the man or the woman. <laughs> like, I know I know who they are. And that actually um, led me to a movie that I had to abandon about 25 minutes in. Uh, so the, oh, really? Yeah, so the movie I started with was this movie called Coming Home for Christmas. And um, the the draw, so to speak, was uh, Danica McKellar, who was, the, oh. who was the star of the movie. Um, and I started watching it and realized that, oh, this doesn't quite follow the template, like, like in, in kind of a major way. Um, Danica McKellar's character was like someone who like was already in the small town and there was like this wealthy family who was like oh. selling their house. And remember, I only got so far in, so I can't tell you too much more. So I'm here about to get a mini review of the first 20 minutes of a movie and <laughs> the rest of. Um, so, so like she's, so the part that it followed was that she's like a, somewhat of a career woman who's at a crossroads, like doesn't know what she wants to do with her life is trying to figure out like, what am I, what, what's, what's, what's my thing? Like that kind of thing. And her sister um, who's in the town as well is like a real estate agent and like handles these, like, I don't know. They make it very, very vague where it's like, what did she actually do? I don't know. But she's like overseeing the sale of this like historic estate. Ashford maybe or something. I'm surprised I remember that if it's if it's true. Um that yeah. that's in this small town. And it's owned by the this family and um the sister gets her a job as like the house manager of the estate like while it is being prepared for sale. And so okay. she has to deal with like the grandmother who lives there who like doesn't want to sell the place and like all of the servants who she like wins over and the guy who is like the guy who's selling the estate, who is this like cold, like lobbyist guy who like works in DC. So I guess this place is supposed to be in Virginia or Maryland or something. I don't know. Um, but like, so it's like almost the other way around. It's like, she's the one who likes Christmas and she's like mm -hmm. kind of going to win over this guy. Who's like kind of a workaholic, but like immediately is like awkwardly attracted to her is like awkward with her and like no one else. Mm -hmm. um so yeah so like once it got to a certain point i was like i think i might have to pick another movie i was like i mean this maybe movie might have its own stuff to do but like i want a movie that's a little closer to like the tried and true hallmark formula like my 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 main female character has to be moving to this small town or stuck sure. in this small town or something um so i switched over to a different movie called a christmas melody um which i'll talk about in a second but did you have for your movie, did you have any similar things or were you able to get it on the first try? So I didn't, I didn't have any false starts, thankfully. How did, but, how did you pick it? So I was scrolling, I was, I was scrolling through the Hallmark things and just kind of reading the synopsis and, you know, just like immediately being like, no, no, no. Um, and the service that I was watching it on, you know, when you scroll through, it, it's like a static header image. And then after, three seconds, the trailer starts playing, right? right? So it quickly changes. So I'm scrolling through, scrolling through, and I'm like trying to read the synopsis before it becomes the trailer. And I get to one, and my, my wife's watching it with me, so we're watching it together, and we're scrolling through, and she's being like, no, 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 no. And we, we land on one, and like I'm reading the thing, and she's looking at the header image, and the trailer starts playing, and she goes, wait. 
I'm pretty sure I just, I'm pretty sure the header image was of one of the property brothers. And I was like, what? Really? Um, so we looked it up and sure enough, like he is like the third build person in this movie. Oh but he's, not, he's like not really in the trailer or anything, but he's like the third build person in this movie. And we're like, well, fuck, we're watching this one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that is crazy. So one of the, so yours had one of the property brothers in it. It did have that. Yeah, that was our that was our anchor point. Was one of the property brothers who's not in it very much, but he is in it. Um, the movie that I watched was is from 2014 and it's called The Christmas Parade. Um, and I have to say, like I had heard a lot about the Hallmark formula, right? People people make jokes about it. And they sure. talk about it. Sure. All this stuff. Blah blah blah. I didn't realize how, like, really how closely to that formula these movies stick. Yeah, it's insane. I, I like, after I watched my movie, I read a little bit about it and, you know, like, like actual articles about the Hallmark formula and how there kind of really is one. And, like, there are, like, yeah. very much, like, certain no-nos that it's, like, you know, that, 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 that you just can't have. Like, like, what I was reading just, uh, just a little bit ago was, like, the idea where it's, like, like, if your character... If, if, like, the main character has to have, like, a, um, like, a lot of times the main character's single, right? Or, mm -hmm. or maybe has, like, some kind of, you know, it really, really usually just a lot of times just single. But if they're not single, um, they have to be widowed, not divorced. Like, you, like they, 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 <laughs> they do not want divorce to come into this in any way, shape, or form. Like, that's, that, that's one of the things I was reading. Like, it should never, like, war should never be mentioned in any way, shape, or form was another interesting one that it, that it, that I saw. So, yeah. Uh, um the other thing I thought was interesting was, you know, we got to turn this movie on. It's an hour and 25 minutes long. And I was like, booyah. I was like this movie's going to have like 6 or 7 minutes worth of credits. Like we're going to be out of here to sweet. We watched the whole movie, get to the end. How much credits do you think we're at the end of this movie? Like a minute. 28, 28 seconds 20. of credits. So yeah. It was the same. Mine was a minute. It. We there, there's a climactic event which we'll get to that they're like talking about the whole movie and there's a point where i was looking and i was like there are three and a half minutes left in this movie and we've not <laughs> like this thing hasn't happened yet like this is gonna come right down to the end this is gonna be like the uh i, I always joke about um I, I don't know how well you remember the karate kid the, uh, not not well enough for whatever so, you're so, about to reference. So that movie ends, um, of course, with the big fight, you know, the, the the big karate fight with the crane kick and all that. And it's like, he mm -hmm. does the crane kick. He beats Johnny. They hand him the trophy. Johnny's like, like, you deserve it. Blah, 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 blah. He holds it in the air and like Miyagi and Elizabeth Shue are there. Freeze frame, credits roll super fast. The whole thing is over. It's like, <laughs> it is so weird. Like you watch it and it's like, oh my God, the movie's over. What, what happened? <laughs> what like, happened? Like, it's like, it's like, it's like they were filming and everybody had to get the fuck out of there. Like, we, we don't have this. We leave this book till 11. Get out. There's a bar mitzvah coming in here. We got to go. Exactly. So anyway, it felt like that watching it because it was like, yeah, it's like, but you're right. Like when I was scrolling through these movies, trying to pick one, it's like all of them. All, all There was one that was two hours and it's like, fuck that shit. But all the others, yeah. it was like hour and 25 minutes, hour and 30 minutes, hour and 22 minutes. Hour. It's like, that was fantastic. I guess it's because they're all tv movies right they were all on the hallmark channel um right i mean mine's from 2014 very clearly a tv movie in fact it had the fade to black I commercial do. things it would fade black yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. once in a while it would like do the fade to black and then when it would come back on it was like almost like like whatever they said was almost like this weird like reminding you of what happened before the commercial break like we're kind of like saying the same thing over again sort of i um so my 
my kid really likes the um there's a like a reality competition show lego masters mm. um that we watch and you know it's we watch it on streaming but like it is made for tv right so they they 100 percent do that thing that i hate where they something will happen and then they'll quote unquote go to commercial and then they'll come back and they'll play like the last 10 seconds again of what they showed right before they went to commercial god i hate that and it's like oh god it's the it's the worst and my kids always like, why are they showing this again? And it's like, yeah, I, I, they think you forgot. I don't know. Like, this is how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stuff made for commercials is the worst. Yeah, it really is. All right. All right. Should we get into our actual movies? Yes, let's do it. So we got, um, what was yours called again? Christmas uh, Parade? The, the Christmas Parade. Christmas yes. Parade. Okay. And mine is A Christmas Melody. Um. It might add a bit of a surprise in it for me because I had not, again, like there was a point where I just hadn't read anything about it except for the little blurb. And so there was a nice little surprise about 25 minutes in, which I'll get to. Um, so so we, we can get into the actual details of the plot or, or respective plots in a minute, but I have some high level questions for yes. you. First high level question. What is your female lead's high powered job that, that she has at the start of the movie? Not exactly a high-powered job and so this is a slight change um she wanted to be a fashion designer but at the beginning of the movie it has kind of not worked out um Hmm. i mean yeah yeah exactly like like it kind of just it it hasn't worked out for her um but that's what she wanted to do was be like a high-end fashion designer so she had a wannabe high-powered job (laughs) got it Mine, mine was a, a news broadcaster on like a Good Morning America type show, mm. where so it's like not really the news, um, but you know, but she's you know super you know super popular news you know whatever morning show type yeah type person. Quick quick question: um, Was your you, we we mentioned the property brother? Um, yeah. Was was your female lead somebody who you knew, or was that just like who, who knows like not anybody? No. Um, so, so the two leads, like the male and female lead, um, first of all, we spent the whole, we spent like the first little while trying to figure out who the male lead looks like. Um, and we quickly, not, not that quickly, but we, we, we discovered Tim Daly. So rip off Tim Daly. Looks like Tim Daly. Mine also looked maybe a little bit like Tim Daly, like a, Interesting. like a, yeah, like not quite, but like he, he was Tim Daly reminiscent. Definitely. I, I would say. Um, okay. Yeah, my female lead was Lacey, was Lacey Chabert. So that was oh, that okay. was again. You know, I I tried to pick another one where it's like, do I know the person? Oh, I know Lacey Chabert. Okay, so there we go. So I didn't I didn't know my female lead either, and I would say, you know, half Elizabeth Banks, half Jerry Ryan. Oh, okay. Um, All right. It was 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 her kind of look that she had going. Um, it was very much a movie full of like, you know, this person kind of looks like this more famous person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, all right. So we've established the starting point. What is the, what is the crisis or event that causes your female lead to go to, to go to the small town? Right. So same thing, right? She, she has failed. She, she lives in LA. She has failed as this fashion designer. And so she is going back to her hometown. Um, to kind of like start anew a little bit. I believe there's like a house. I, I don't remember the details, but somehow like one of the houses in 
you know, in, in that was in like a house that was in her family or something. I don't know, is like available. Her aunt still lives there. The aunt is like kind mm. of the family member. And so she's going back to kind of like start a new. Um, I don't think this is a thing you're going to ask. Like, this is probably the point where I should mention that my character has a kid. Oh, very unusual. Yes, my character has a daughter uh, who's probably, ooh, if I had to guess, around 10 or 11 is, is, is what is what she's supposed to be. Interesting. Yeah. And so that's part of it is like, you know, she's moving, you know, we can move back and we can kind of start anew. Uh, my character is widowed. Um, they don't get okay. into at all into what happened or anything like that. It is mentioned at the beginning once and then mentioned somewhere in the middle of the movie. That's it. Got it. Yeah, I think so. So my character starts out the movie engaged to to the property brother. Ah, um, okay. Who plays a high-end real estate mogul, a big stretch. Yeah, big stretch. Um, but, you know, like the douchey New York cliche version of right. that. Right. He is, he is the guy who is destined to be left in this. Yeah, yeah exactly. This movie. Uh, um, and what happens is her, she's on her m- morning show, and there's like this it girl of reality TV. And the it girl of reality TV has a new boyfriend. Um, and they're like, oh, this just came in. Like, we just found out this hot piece of gossip. And like we're gonna we're gonna show the picture, and they show the picture, and it's the property brother. So she gets oh, humiliated. Shit. She gets humiliated on live TV. Although I have to say, the picture is the picture is like a picture you would take with anyone. Hey. It is like it's like two people who clearly know each other, but it's like if you told me those two people were friends, I believe you a hundred percent. Right. Like I <laughs> like there are pictures of me with like male and female friends where we're in the doing the exact same thing. Like it's just like even, even, two people even. sitting on a couch, kind of like close enough, like having a conversation close enough that like parts of their body are touching. Right. But like there's no there's no like there's no kissing. There's no there's like nothing. Right, like right. It is, they were not canoodling as the no, uh, not as the any sense of the word. Yeah, rags would say. So she so she she gets humiliated on live TV and she gets in her car. She lives in New York, she gets in her car and she goes driving to Connecticut to clear her head. And not too far, New York to Connecticut. Not too far. Mine is many, uh, my, mine went from LA to Silver Falls, Ohio. That is the that is the place where she is going. Oh, I don't remember the name. It's Cedar something. It, of course it's um, two Colorado. words, right? <laughs> Carver Bend, Carver Bend. Carver Bend, Connecticut. Uh, All right. Carver Bend, Connecticut, where she gets a text message from the property brother and it distracts her enough that she crashes into some guy's fence. And it turns out that the guy's like, uh, so this is, it sounds like we know how your, how your female lead gets stuck in the town, but for mine, she was just driving through. She hit this guy's fence and, um, you know, uh, 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 not Tim Daly stops. And like they're having a conversation and the owner of the house comes out and it turns out that the owner of the house is the local judge um, and is pissed because he really, he, he, he just finished building this fence by hand and he just <laughs> put up his custom Christmas lights um, that all got smashed. So he's going to make an example out of this, like, you know, this New York, you know, this New Yorker out in their small town. Um, so assigns her to 25 hours community service that must be completed uh, within the next week for some reason. Um, So she has to spend a week in in Carver Bend, Connecticut. Doing community service. Yeah, doing community service. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So, um, and and so... 
That's a okay, rough, so what that, that, that is a rough conversation starter, by the way. It's like, so what are you doing here? It's like my court mandated community service. <laughs> well, fortunately, not Tim Daly was there at the scene of the so crime. He, he already he knows gets, the deal. <laughs> right. The judge makes him come as a witness. Like, because he's basically like, you have to show up, show up tomorrow at court tomorrow morning, and and tells him to come too, as as a witness of what happened. So you know, but that leads me to my next question, okay. which is, what does your local hunky guy do? What is his job in the town? Yeah, so the local another place where I think maybe a little bit different in a way. So the local hunky guy, uh, his name is Danny or Daniel. Um, he is actually the music teacher at the school. And his whole deal is that he went to high school with um with the Lacey Chabert. Um and she was popular and he was like kind of like the band geek, I guess, or like he, he but it, but it was like I don't know. At one point they say he was the band geek, and then like, but then at some other point he mentions how he had like a rock band and all this stuff. So I don't know. Um <laughs> You know, come to think of it, I was in the marching band and had a rock band. What's <laughs> <No. laughs> up, Bangie? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm not so far away from meeting my Lacey Chabert, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and so, like, she doesn't even remember him from, from high school, but, like, he very much remembers mm. her. But then, like, sure. you know, now, like, a lot of time has passed and, you know, that 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 kind of thing. So that's that's kind of his deal. And so they they really meet because her daughter is going to the school and there's like a Christmas pageant coming up, which I guess leads into the next question, which is going to, going to happen. Um, what about yours? What yeah, was so, it? Well, yeah. The, what, so what is so here's Tim the thing. Daly do? <laughs> so not Tim Daly, right? Not Tim Daly's at the scene of the accident. Not Tim Daly. Sh- um, and then not Tim Daly's ordered to show up to court the next day. Our, our, our female lead tries, needs to get a room for the night. Um, and the local um, hotel is full because it's, according to the to the guy working by the counter, of course it's full. It's a week away from Christmas. Uh, okay, um, but but directs him to a there's like a there's like a bed and breakfast around the corner. Goes to the bed and breakfast. Turns out the bed and breakfast is owned by not Tim Daly and not Tim Daly's mom. Um, run run the bed and breakfast. So they run a bed and breakfast. Okay. So they run a bed and breakfast, but not Daily is also, um, so there's, we'll get to the big event in a second, but not Daily is also running the local children's art center um, that the big bad real estate developers want to come and take over and he's trying to save it. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Um, and works it so that our female lead can do her community service at with him at the art center at, 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 at the, the art Children's center. art center. So th- there is a similarity there where it's like your 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 hunky guy is basically teaching children about art so sensitive, and mine is teaching children about music. Right? He's, he's a kid, he's a music yeah. teacher at an elementary school. Basically, I guess it's right. an elementary and we, school. And, I don't know. <laughs> and we find. out that like not Tim Daly was he was an artist he studied at the Sorbonne like he had like lost his he lost his girlfriend left and that killed his love of painting um so he doesn't he doesn't paint anymore because of that um but yeah so very a very sensitive man for sure right sure of course uh so the question then I have for you is what is the big event that is building towards right so this is it is the Christmas pageant that the school puts on 
basically. This is very school centered, this one. Um, mm, yeah. Probably. Yeah. And um, right. So there's this big Christmas pageant. Um, and I guess um, Lacey Chabert's daughter is can like sing and dance and likes to sing and dance. And so like she asks the music teacher if like, you know, it's like, oh, I know there have already been auditions, but could you at least just hear her like and just if there's any part for her, like she just loves to sing and dance so much. And then like she's like pretty good. Um, I, mm. the, the actress who plays a daughter, I guess, was like like a child Broadway kid. So like it is someone who can actually sing and dance. Um, and uh, so she gets like a special part in like this Christmas pageant. Um, and this maybe leads me to the big surprise I had in this movie about 25 minutes in, which is um, when on the first day of school, um, you know, Lacey Chabert comes with the daughter to kind of like introduce them and like, you know, and she's worried about her. Like, I just want her to do well on her first day of school. This has been a big move for us. You know, the daughter didn't want to leave LA, you know? And so mm. she's like, she, she's like, ah, oh, this stupid town in Ohio, Ohio. And, you know, Lacey Chabert is like, just give it a chance, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, she runs into an old classmate of hers who is now the head of the PTA and as much as there is an antagonist in this story, she is the antagonist. Like she yeah. was always, I think, apparently kind of bitchy to everybody back in the day. And she's just as bitchy now. And this person, in, I did not expect this at all. This, uh, this PTA mom is played by Mariah Carey. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> Who, when I then looked it up directed this film what <laughs> this film is directed by mariah carey it is her directorial debut <laughs> holy crap <laughs> i could not believe it i was like somebody was like mariah carey's in this movie <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> and then mariah carey directed this movie yeah so that was the thing that like i i and, and it's incredible to me i had no idea going in that mariah carey was in this movie that she had done this movie like and then there she is midway through and, uh, and you know, is it shows up periodically in the movie to kind of like be kind of bitchy and weird. It, it definitely gives the movie this weird energy because it has this kind of crazy loopy Mariah Carey energy whenever she's on screen. Like her line readings are all kind of weird. She's got like, yeah, <laughs> but like, in, you know, in a way that's kind of appealing for these kinds of like very cookie cutter movies. It's like, well, this is different. <laughs> So, so yeah, so this, it's this Christmas pageant that, that we're building up to. So you got Mariah Carey and all I got was a property brother. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get the good one. I got the loser one. <laughs> Wait, I I, which one's the good one and which one's the loser one? I know their names, but I can't tell them apart. Like, I don't know which one's which. It's Drew and Jonathan, right? Yeah. So Drew, Drew's the loser one. Okay. He's the, he's the, and Jonathan's the one who's, um. That is what I would have guessed, yeah. by the way, without even remembering. Marrying or married. Or, yeah, well, Jonathan's the one who's who's either marrying or has married Zoe Deschanel. Got so, it. yeah. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, so so in mind, so the, the event is, unsurprisingly, the Christmas parade. Right. Um, of course. This is a town that every Christmas Eve puts on a Christmas parade. And there is going to be a prize for the best float. And um, the prize is $15,000, if you can believe that. Um, and 
the 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 music school or or the the, the music center needs the fifteen thousand dollars. If they can get that, they'll have enough money to put a down payment on the building because they're leasing the building, and they want and the town you know developer or whatever wants to sell the building. Right, right. Uh, but if they can put a down payment on it, they'll you know they'll be in good shape. So the race is on to make the best Christmas float so they can win the Christmas parade. Um, and then like, and then we get into the boring middle of the movie. Right. <laughs> where it's like, you know, she, where it's like, she is, you know, learning about the town. She learns about like, <laughs> I have to explain this one scene where he, he, this this is the town that says like you know the town that loves Christmas or something like it's like it's like on the sign that says welcome to Carver Bend it's like where Christmas comes home or something like that it says um, so everyone's like Christmas crazy in this town of course and, and you know and and not Tim Daly he's full of like you know Christmas platitudes and stuff like that like you know you have to find your heart and all this bullshit um, and takes her to and she's the the cynic you know from the big city takes her to meet this old couple. And explains like the the true love of Christmas is that um, this this old couple the the husband has brought the wife this is how they tell the story the husband has brought the wife a turtle dove every Christmas Eve for the last fifty years um, and the whole time my wife and I are like he's bringing her a fucking bird once a year like that seems crazy right. um, and they go and and she's like oh that's so sweet you know that really is love. And then at the end, like they they reveal that it is a cookie that the bakery makes in the shape of a turtle dove, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like the big sign that like Christmas is about love is this husband brings her wife one, uh, one cookie, cookie once a year. Once a year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you have to be kidding me. Like don't strain yourself, buddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, seriously, like, um, making us all look bad. <laughs> Now I don't know. I don't know if your movie had this, but in in, in mine, the, the female lead did not like Christmas. She comes into this movie not liking Christmas, and it's like the whole thing. She hates Christmas. Blah blah blah. That seems like a pretty well, common thing, right? Right. So, and what's great is the reason why she hates Christmas. The oh, reason why was her was her was her mom run off the road by Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better. No. What happened was when she was a kid. She wanted a pink bike for Christmas and unbeknownst to her, her dad had lost his job. So they had to buy a used pink bike from the whatever, where, you know, wherever they bought it from. I forget what, I forget what they said. And she was so happy and she loved the bike and she rode the bike around. And then turns out that like the rich bitchy girl in her class had just donated that pink bike like a week ago so t- outed her to everyone that she was riding, you know, her old, you know, junky pink bike or whatever. And because of that trauma, she has hated Christmas ever since. Yeah, it feels like a real, I like totally understand that as trauma as a kid. Like that's actually like a fairly, it, it's, it's a somewhat plausible within the strictures of like movie scripts, like thing to, yeah. to, to, to have happen. The hating Christmas because of it makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> Exactly. Like if that had happened to me, like yes, I would remember that event for the rest it, of my life. It would life be traumatizing. Like, Maybe you would have like some weird issues towards your parents for a while in some way. Like, like right. whether or not you know that was really deserved or not, they were doing their best. But like you, you might feel that way a little bit. But yeah, right. But like Christmas to, feels a little weird. 
Exactly. Like that's taking it that's taking it a little bit too far, right? Like like Batman's parents were killed in an alley, but he doesn't fucking hate the theater for the rest of his life. Right, exactly. Like they were coming out of a theater. I, I think the only way you'd hate Christmas is if like it, it, uh, along those lines is if like it was like on Christmas and like like your family like did like not your family like that like if your town did a Christmas parade on Christmas Day and you rode your new pink bike on the Christmas parade and then they outed you in front of the whole town like then that would be a thing maybe it's like okay I hate Christmas now because it was like on Christmas Day during our big Christmas festival that all this yeah. happened or something but no like it's clear like it was like a neighborhood thing right. it was like in front yeah. of the neighborhood kids yeah, exactly. like you know a thing that yeah and, and probably not that anyway. very day or maybe I guess. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's not clear, but it's like a weird yeah, riding your bike on Christmas in New York. Well, I, I I guess I don't know where she was from when she was a kid. Yeah, they don't tell us where she grew yeah, up. It doesn't um, have to be New York or anywhere near there. Yeah, well, you, you, it, and and in in this alternate world where of uh, of the Christmas parade that again takes place in Connecticut has a parade at night on Christmas Eve. I was wondering if nobody that needs part. to wear a coat. Like, right? People barely need long sleeves. Like, we were watching the parade and we're like it is Connecticut in the end of December and the sun's gone down. Like it's probably pretty cold. Nope. It's not cold at all. Yeah. And also, I mean, I may be revealing my own naivete or something, but it's like, are like Christmas Eve, like night parades a thing? Like, aren't people with their like families and shit? Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. maybe I don't know. I've never heard of a Christmas Eve parade, but who knows? Me either. But you know, I don't. I also don't live in the town where Christmas comes home, or whatever, <laughs> whatever, the, <laughs> whatever it was. Um. So, okay, maybe maybe we can maybe we can. Uh, is there any even plot stuff to wrap up, and then we can talk about some other aspects? Um. Let me see. Um. Because I have something wild I mean, to share too. Are Are there any like like? There's usually. Okay, so I, I guess the other thing maybe that sometimes happens is um so the the main character and hunky guy kind of gradually get together. There's like a lot of like awkwardness. Was, it, was there that with that like like mine there were definitely multiple scenes where like they'd kind of be talking and there'd be like a bit of an awkward thing and then like one of them would be like, "Well, I should probably go." Like that kind of there's like a lot of that going on, which sure. felt like it's like, "Yeah, this feels part of the course." And then there was misunderstanding would be too strong a word almost, but there there is a point at which like one of them has like, and I feel like this is maybe a common thing in Hallmark things too, where like a, there's like a little bit of a misunderstanding or like there's like some choice that someone has to make or some situation where like one of the, the two of them, even though they're clearly both into each other is like, oh, I guess like either like he or she is not into me or like, oh, like, I guess they will be leaving soon. So like what, you know, it's like, well, why would they want to be with me? That kind of thing. And then that has to lead to like the scene where like the other person says like, no, but I, I really have learned that I, I care for this place and for you, like that kind of thing, <laughs> you know? So like mine definitely had that. Um, the, the thing that happens is like, she towards the end of the movie, um, her friend from LA unexpectedly comes to visit fucking random middle of the nowhere ohio like out of nowhere it's like well, that was a fucking trip you made without telling her and like <laughs> like i don't know how you like figured out how to get there or where it was or any of that but anyway um to tell her that like she like 
shopped around some of like what she had of like Lacey Chabert's like portfolio and stuff to like department stores and like they want to hire her or some 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 people want to hire her back in LA and it's like hey you can come back but like now Lacey Chabert's like well you know like that's that's a lot to take in and like the the daughter has like completely come around and is like I like it here like 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 I'm going to be in the pageant and like I've made friends and like blah 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 and mm. she's all upset about the idea of having to go back to LA and then like the the huggy guy the music teacher is like there this whole time because he's been like helping over at their house and like doing Christmas activities and all that and like working with the daughter on her Christmas song which is like she's going to sing an original song at the Christmas pageant that's like her big solo sure. right she the, the way they do it is that it's like you have words because like she writes poems I guess and it's like we can make one of these into a song like I as the music teacher I can come up with the music you just give me the words and this will be your original song to sing and so they like work on it together and so he's always at their place anyway mm. he hears this happen and just assumes like well of course she's going back to LA so then he's like kind right. of like cold like not mean but just kind of like eh, like hi you know like doesn't want to talk like really at the pageant and so then she comes up to him like during the pageant during like intermission while he's like up there on the piano and like tells him like oh, I'm, I'm turning down the job like you know it's like i've never it's been i never thought i'd feel this way about someone and like emily's all settled here emily's the daughter um yeah so that's you know and, and that's like five minutes before the movie ends so i think so for Mine didn't exactly follow that. What's interesting is like it takes place in Connecticut and her life is in New York. So it's not like, oh, I can't get back, right? right? Like, in fact, they she because she hit her smashed her car into the fence, that's the only reason she has to spend the night in Connecticut a, a couple of times because she just doesn't have her car. Um, but she is hosting a live Christmas Eve special. Like she got a Christmas Eve special. Um and and so she's spending the week like falling in love with Carver Bend and falling in love with not Tim Daly, and like, um, and her producer is always on the phone being like, you know, I'm covering for you, you're not here, blah blah blah, and she's like, I got to do this community service, but he's like, all right, well, she's like, hurry up, you know, get get back here. So she, I don't know, they they kind of forget about the community. I, I guess she's done with the community service. She never really mentioned. There's there's a montage of them putting a float together. So All I right. guess that counts. <laughs> um, and she borrows not Tim Daly's truck to basically, because basically what happens is, so it's actually a surprisingly convoluted plot. Like her, prop, the property brother, his firm turns out has made a big offer for the building um, and is going to buy it. And she's like, well, she's like, obviously, like, you know, I, I have some pull with this guy. Like, I can maybe I can get the deal squashed and we can save the center after all. Okay. And not Tim Dale is like, great, like, go do that. And he's like, can I borrow your truck? Yes. And she hops in his truck and drives back to New York City and meets with Property Brother and is like, I want you to kill this deal. And he's like, does that mean we'll get back together? And she's like, and like, end of scene. And you're like, well, does it? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Um <clears throat> And while she's there, she takes a meeting about the, her special. And it is now two days before the special. Two days, you know, it's it's, it's like December 22nd. Eve. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's like, she's like, it was, it, was, it was called like Christmas from Manhattan or whatever. And she like convinces the room to change it to Christmas from Manhattan to Main Street. And that they should broadcast live from the Christmas parade in Carver Bend. And um everyone's like and, and like you know you have like the 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 stuffy 
network executive and he's just like looking at her and she, and like you don't know what he's going to do he's such like that's a great idea why didn't i think of that idea of let's do it yeah. so the whole production descends on this town and i'm just like you need like permits you need to like talk to people right. if you can't just, just like say, do this i feel like in real life this town would be like what the fuck like yeah so they so they they show up to do it and um there's there's like been this ongoing thing with the float. They did the float every year, and her the not Tim Daly's mom and father played the clauses. Okay, you know Mr. and Mrs. Claus, and then his father died, and she didn't want to do it anymore. So he's gonna you know the son not Tim Daly is gonna be Santa, but there's no one to play Mrs. Claus, and it's like you know one of the kids from the community center is gonna do it or whatever, and of course what happens is. Um, the parade's about to start and the kid who's playing Mrs. Claus, she's allergic to the costume and she starts breaking out in these hives. And it's like, oh my God, we don't have someone to be Mrs. Claus. And um, the the producer is like, I know you could do it. Like, it'll be great for the special. Like, you'll be in the parade. Like, it'll be awesome. And they're they're like, all right, I guess I'm Mrs. Claus. And like, they put the camera crew like on the float. So she is like broadcasting from the float as it's going down. Um, And we find out that So we find out that um, Property Brother made a second bid on the property through like a shell company, um, like like one of a subsidiary. And and the mayor um, was in on it the whole time because the mayor stands to make a bunch of money. Okay. So they have the whole parade. I say the whole parade. You see only one float. You don't see any other. You don't see anything else. I was like, there's no way they have budget for like tons of floats of this parade. But anyway, you see the one float and the and and the 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 evil mayor is basically like tells tells our our, our hero that like you're not gonna win. Like 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 I'm selling the property to this guy and like and and I'm not even gonna let you win the parade. Like I'm just gonna say a different float a float one. And like goes up there and does it. Um and like, oh no, like it's it's gone terribly, but like, you know. Our main characters are in love. They share they share a very chaste kiss, um, and um, we find out from the producer that one, when the mayor was spilling his guts, she her mic was hot, so they recorded the whole thing of him like revealing his <laughs> like evil this plan. Investigative journalism, all of a sudden, right? And two, that um, during the parade, people that were watching the special from all over the country we're calling the network to figure out how they could help save this community center. Cause she like mentioned it or whatever. And the producer now keep in mind, they tell you at the beginning that this is going to take about an hour. The whole special is an hour long. Right. So during this hour, the people call in the producer sets up a Kickstarter for the community center, which has now raised $240,000 by the end of the special. Um, so they have enough money to, outbid the other you know outbid the the other company and i guess you know with the scandal or whatever they're going to save the community center but it seems like i don't know it seems like like at the end like you know they're they're together they're in love but like you know she's still gonna be like she's not giving up her job right like she's gonna commute from connecticut to manhattan right right. like hundreds of thousands of people do um and 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 just like live in the small town which you know all right um that that seems fine. Um, so we, we finished the movie and asked my wife, I was like, so how long do you think they made it? She's like, March. Where I feel like she was just like, this is killing me. <laughs> like, I, like yeah. I, I liked being <laughs> like, 
Like it was, it was much easier to get to work before. I mean, I guess I can't say that she'd get bored in the town because I like the whole point is that she's charmed by the town, right? Right, but it's also like super Christmas. Like it's like Christmasville, and like the week leading up to Christmas, that's great. Like in May, that probably is not you know, right. Like what is yeah, the Like how is Christmas coming home? Like during in the middle of summer and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. So uh, my um. You know, when you mentioned the thing about like, yeah, the money for the floats, I will say that, you know, intentionally or not, I guess that's like one smart move that my movie made was like, it's it's a fucking elementary school, like Christmas thing. So it's like, it can look a little janky and like, that is fine. Like, and it's just like on a stage in a school. So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's like, this doesn't have to look amazing. Um, Lacey Chabert's thing that she helps out with in the end is it's like, um, the moms who like were assigned to like do the costumes for everybody like just like fuck it up really bad and like they're honest about it they're just like we're no good at this <laughs> like like, like uh-huh. we thought we could do this and we can't like they're not like you know and so the principal asks like over mariah carey's objections because mariah carey like does not like Lacey Chabert like asks her let's like could you help maybe like could you could you do some of this because like you were you like you you because like because her daughter's like well why don't you just ask my mom she like designs stuff for a living <laughs> um and so then is, he, like, is the implication that Lacey Chabert and Mariah Carey are the same age yeah like they went to school together yes yeah like they were the same year when in reality they are 14 years apart in age <laughs> I didn't know. I, I, yeah, I forgot to look up uh, Mariah Carey. Because, yeah, Lacey Chabert is like 41, I think, or something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And, so then, yeah, yeah. And, and Mariah Carey is like mid-50s, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is that is the implication. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, um, so, so, so that's like she helps out and she does a great job with it. And then, like, I think where they kind of reconcile Mariah Carey and Lacey Chabert is that it's like during the costume making process like Mariah Carey's daughter is one of the is also like the same age and like is one of the kids and as a kid who's like kind of mean to Lacey Chabert's daughter in the very beginning but then they're like kind of fine like she's not really mean to her after that um but she's like she said she tells Lacey Chabert the daughter says it's like like I'm not getting a costume like my mom is buying a costume for me because she wants me to pop like mm-hmm. on stage and so like she's like okay like that's fine like let me know if you change your mind and then at the end like Mariah Carey's all mad because at at Lisa Chabert because she made such great costumes so now like ev- everybody else looks better than her daughter does right and and like Lisa Chabert explained she's like I didn't make a costume because your daughter insisted that you were going to get her store-bought costume and then Mariah Carey like insanely is like she's a child and you're the adult you should know better and then like we're just kind of insane and then like Lacey Chabert is like like or, or, and Lacey Chabert is like right like that's why I made another costume for her just in case she changed her mind and it's like here's <laughs> the other co- costume and then like Mariah Carey's like that was very nice like thank you very much and then like still make some kind of snarky remark at her and then like the principal's like take what you can get <laughs> like <laughs> like and and then they just kind of move on from there. And then the song that um that uh 
the girl sings how amazing would it have been if it was all i want for christmas is you and that was like her original song it's not i, I was going to yeah. i was going to make a serious prediction that that's yeah. what the song it was wasn't but it, it is a different song that you and i have never heard of that mariah carey has recorded and is like on like some other christmas album that she did okay uh it's called oh santa um and they just changed the lyrics a little bit to match like what happened in the movie more apparently made it a little I, less sexy I, I probably read. yeah probably yeah uh, but but her yeah and 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 that actually brings me to a subplot I completely forgot about, which is the first friend that um, Emily the little girl makes in the school. Um, it, it, her very first day, she gets like kind of made fun of by like the kids, led by Mariah Carey's daughter, and she's like in the hall at the end of the day, kind of moping along, and the custodian uh, befriends her, and the custodian looks suspiciously like santa he's oh, he's got no. a big white beard and he talks to her and he's like his name is thomas uh thomas dunning or something like that it's it's nothing like it's not like christian kringle or something like that it's it's just like <laughs> thomas dunning but he like he appears throughout the movie at like various times in the school and gives emily like good advice this school hasn't had a janitor for nine nine years (laughs) thomas dunning he died in the great fire (laughs) Um, he got trapped in the chimney and he asphyxiated he's really freddy (laughs) krueger um no, but he like he gives like sage advice to her about like here's how to make friends or you know if it were me I'd blah 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 and then like every time she goes to like say thank you she turns around and he's like fucking gone, gone <laughs> and yeah like, it's just but and there's not really a payoff for it in all honesty oh you don't not I mean I I think the clear implication is that it is but like but they never like give you a thing where Confirm it's like it. there he yeah. is yeah it's the last conversation they have is like. She she writes this letter to Santa at the beginning of the movie before they go to Silver Falls, Ohio. But like when they know that they are going to go to Silver Falls, Ohio, and it's like her wish to Santa, and her wish to Santa is like, I want to go back to LA. I don't want like like I don't want to be in Ohio. Like blah 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 blah. And mm-hmm. she change she wants to change her wish, and she like because like she likes Silver Falls, Ohio, and she likes her mom and and music teacher together, and she wants her mom to like be in love with the music teacher. So like she writes all that into her song like that, that her lyrics like include that stuff. But Jesus. then like this, um, this offer from her best friend or whatever comes along to like, come back to LA. They want to hire you like all that stuff. And so she's all upset about it. And so she has this conversation with Thomas in like the school where like, he's like, she's like, I like made a wish. And now I feel like, you're granting my first wish, but not my second wish. And he's like, I'm granting your wish. And he's like, I think I know who you are. Like, it's, it's really funny. She's like, she's like, I think I know who you are at this point. And he's like, and and he goes along with it. He's just like, well, if I were, uh, you know, I, I forget what he says, but it's like, if I were Santa or whatever, it's like, I guess maybe the thing I'd say is that it's like, you, you mailed that first wish, but you haven't sung your song yet. So that second wish isn't out there yet. He's like, I wouldn't worry. He's like, I think you sing that song and everything will work out just fine or something like that. And then he like disappears. And then like he's he's watching the song when she sings it at the end. And then at some point during the reaction, Charlie masturbating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, a, he's just <laughs> a fucking pedophile. <laughs> and, that's, 
at at the end um he like it goes back to like the corner of the thing where he was standing and there's just like nothing there just like a mop or something like that he turned Jesus. into the mop um, <laughs> he, he was a mop this whole time it's her imaginary friend the mop is who she's been talking to like the point of view from everyone else the other kids in the character <laughs> are just talking to this mop like i just picked this mop with like i think i know who you are mop with googly eyes she's talking to so yeah you wonder why people are making fun of you you're batshit insane <laughs> um there if we're talking about subplots there's a subplot in this movie where um not tim daly gets his painting groove back oh right um, of course he has to right yeah. yeah yeah and and you know he's he's inspired by i don't think i've said her character name Haley. um he's inspired by Haley, and at one point he's going to give her this like three by three foot by three foot canvas right and he's he's like he's like I stayed up like I was inspired and I stayed up all night last night, um, and she's like oh it's like a, a too long scene of her trying to open this package and she's opening what's clearly a painting and the whole time I'm just going please be a painting of a pink bike please be a painting <laughs> of a pink bike and of course it's not it's a painting oh. of her and I was like fuck like in a better movie this would be a yeah, painting a of a pink bike, bike. yeah <laughs> um so yeah yeah so she you know she's got a three foot by three foot portrait of herself um which of course she she shows to the property brother like like he he sees it in like the truck or whatever and and it's like it's like a painting of her and like it's just her face and then like there's like whimsy of like you know like a snow dewy um like landscape behind her right and um and it's like you know it's it's clearly meant to be like a really good painting i'm not sure it is but it's clearly meant to be a really good painting right. and he shows it and he sees it and he's like what is that? And she's like, Oh, like, like, you know, whatever, you, you know, he, he, you know, did a, did a portrait of me. And she's like, he's like, why are you in like a winter wonderland? That's terrible. And just like, walks away. And you're just like, really? Like, that's your, that's your complaint. <laughs> and also just like, what a weird thing to say. <laughs> like, what, like, who are you? Yeah. Um, uh, I will say that, um, so the, so the acting in this, in this movie is universally terrible. Um, the, the, not Tim Daly is probably the worst person, um, in here. Um, and the best is probably the property brother. He probably does the best job. Um, he's like the least wooden of the people. Interesting. Um, Haley, who's played by someone named Anna Lynn McCord is. Oh, I know that name you know that anyway. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'd I I from. I looked her up so like she's been in a bunch of these kind of movies and like in a, a bunch of like was she in 90210 uh, I know her I don't, I don't not Beverly Hills 90210 that remake that was just called 90210 that had that like came like 10 years ago or so maybe uh nope she was not in that hmm. um oh yes she was holy shit Look at that. It was way more than 10 years ago, okay. but yeah, she was... There we go. In 2008, she 2008. was that. 15 years ago. Okay, there we go. Um, I, I mean, on, back far honestly, enough. 10 years ago and 15 years ago to me, it's just all one big smudge. <laughs> I know. Um, but I will say, like, to her credit, like, when she is... When she is, like, the Scroogey version of herself, she's terrible. And, like, like her acting is terrible. Like, she's not pulling it off. Right. But when she is becoming charmed by him... Even though the two of them have zero chemistry together, it's like, oh, she is a charming actress, and like she she has charm and charisma. He has none, um, but but she's all right. 
they spend a large portion of the movie uh, not Tim Daly talks about his mom. Like, oh my God, like, you know, you're going to have to meet my mom at some point. Like she, she owns this place with me. She's also like the local reporter in town. So like wants to meet her and they're going to like release a statement through her so that she can like, I don't know, whatever. And it's like, uh, and at first I'm like, they better never, we better never meet this mom. Like they, they better just like talk about, talk about her. This better be like a, you know, Neris from Fraser kind of situation. Right, right, right. But like, but they know, no, they, we, we meet her a couple of times. And this is a perfect place for like older actress stunt casting. Yeah. Which I was expecting. Did not get. Got someone I didn't recognize at all and is equally terrible at acting like right up there with the rest of them. I, I did get uh, older actress, actress stunt casting, by the way, in, in a such a nothing role in a way, like a role I expected to be bigger because of who was in it. Um, uh-huh. her aunt, the the aunt who like brings them over, whatever, who's like the one person she knows in the town. I guess not the one person because she grew up in this town. Um, but like the person she knows and who like I guess she runs like a diner, and that's like where some of the action takes place is like at the diner. And I think at some point, um, Lacey Chabert like gets a job like kind of waiting tables and like helping out at the diner just to, like she's like yeah, yeah I'll, I'll I'd be happy to do that. It'll like keep me busy and you know like that kind of thing. Um, is mm-hmm. Kathy Najimy. Um, Who is that? So she is, um, you, you, you know her probably. She's she's um, the she's the non-Sarah Jessica Parker, non-Bette Midler witch in Hocus Pocus. That's probably the thing most okay. people know her from. Yeah, and she's also in Sister Act, right? I think she's she's one of the nuns in Sister Act, I believe, as well. Oh, I totally yeah. know who this is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she is the, um, she's the aunt. She has one line that, I just felt was just like one of the dumb, dumb lines. Like it's dumb. And at the same time, I could see it being a thing a real person would say. And you would think it was dumb when they said it where it's like, yeah, it was she, they like, so like, I think my understanding is that like the daughter, Emily has like never met this aunt, like because she's out in Ohio, I guess, or something like that. Um, But like after her first day of school, they go to the diner and like, you know, I, I guess it's, you know, it's tight knit and everybody knows her and like, like that kind of thing, you know, knows Kathy and Jimmy and like, they're like hugging. It's like, oh, it's your first day of school. It's like, well, let's get you some pie. And then like, and then she says to the crowd nonsensically something like it was her first day of school. She's a genius. And it's like for completing a day of school. Like, <laughs> what, 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 what are we talking school. about here? <laughs> I only made it to lunch on my first day like, of school. school's. School's mandatory, you know that, right? Like, you kind of got to go to school. Everybody's going to complete the first day of school, I think. Um, uh, uh, one of the standout lines is when they're talking to the Turtle Dove cu- couple, and they're like, you know, what? And like, not Tim Daly's like, what is Christmas? And, and Haley's like, Christmas is, you know, presents, and people just want stuff. And um, the the older lady that, of the Turtle Dove cu- cu- couple goes, goes, no, Christmas, Christmas is love. Love fills up your soul. And it's like, sometimes love is a present, but it doesn't have to be. Sometimes love is a, is a Christmas carol or or a cookie or whatever. And it's just like, and, and my wife turns to me and is like, is, is that what Christmas is? Is Christmas love? And it's like, no, no, it isn't. Like, it's, no, no. that's not what it is. Um, yeah. I, the, the movie didn't, except for like, there's a little bit in there where they talk about your, like, your soul. And then like, there's, she makes a comment about like, touching divinity on Christmas. Mm. And that's about the extent of the overt Christian like message, which after having like the Candace 
Cameron conversation earlier in the day. I was expecting to get a, a lot more of that, but like, man, it, they were, it was a real light touch. Yeah. I wouldn't say there was even that in mine. Um, you know, the, the, the extent to which there's any kind of divinity is the Santa stuff um, where there's some higher power doing something there, but, there, but Santa Mops. yeah, but, but, but there's definitely nothing in terms of, uh, yeah, like any, anything that really talks about, you know, God or anything, anything like that in any other way. Um, at, at the very end of the movie, like, you know, the, the, the very quick, like, minute epilogue, because that's all they really have time for after the pageant ends, is like they're back at her house. And I guess it's Christmas Eve. It has to be right. But they're opening huh. their presents. I don't understand. I don't understand how it works. Maybe that's how it works with some people, too. Like, I don't want to people do, people do different things for Christmas. Um, but yeah, it, it's got to be Christmas Eve because it's like it's nighttime. They are opening presents and it's like they've gotten a puppy, right? So there's like this real quick puppy thing going on. And um, and then like it pans up in the last shot, like out of the house and you see like a fucking like, you know, Santa sleigh and his reindeer going by up in the distance. You're ho, ho, ho. But it's like, it's not, you know, it would be different if it was like close enough that you could tell, oh, it's Thomas. It's like he's, right. he was Santa all along. There's the confirmation, but there's no confirmation. It's just like a Santa, which is what makes me say it has to be Christmas Eve because it's nighttime and Santa's in the air. Sure. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's basically, that's, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. This, this movie had no denouement at the end. Like it ends like, at the parade right like you know right. we we've you know we, we we might save the center and you know we might start dating and the end yeah yeah no absolutely um so acting for mine uh i would say it's like it's mid like i i don't think anybody did a particularly horrible job you know, it's it it was like two expectations, which is to what I'm saying. It's like you know, like it's it's one of these movies. Like I, I just think it's like yeah, like no one no one's gonna be terribly served by the script. Um, mm -hmm. it it all feels like you're kind of watching not even just a TV movie, but like two episodes of like just a sitcom that have been jammed together without a laugh track. Like it, like it has that feel to it in terms of the level of writing, where it's like yeah, this could have been like fucking like two episodes of full house put together except like none of the characters <laughs> are there but it's like that that kind of like somewhat sappy writing a little bit um mm -hmm. i don't think there are any particular standouts either except like i said like mariah carey is kind of like she she definitely adds some kind of weird energy to it whenever she's there just because it's like so kind of loopy um whenever she's on screen um yeah, I think I think that's more or less. I'd say. The other thing I'd say, I, I was thinking a little more about my hunky guy, uh, in, uh, not literally my hunky guy, but the hunky guy in my movie, um, and I, how I said he also reminded me of Tim Daly. The other person I would say, it's like he's mostly Tim Daly, and there's maybe a little bit of like a non, only appearance wise, because he's certainly not smarmy this way, but like appearance wise, maybe just a tiny bit of Seth MacFarlane thrown in. Hmm. In a way, okay. like it, like the hair is a little similar, and something about him kind of reminds me of Seth MacFarlane. But he was, um, he was appealing enough. Like he's not, I wouldn't say he's straight hunky. Like he's like okay. he's he's more of like a. Uh, I think he works kind of as like the guy he is cast to be, which is like a guy who like used to be a geek and now 
he's not like an Adonis or anything. He's just like kind of like he's handsome. He's like relatively handsome, but like fairly believably handsome and like just kind of a nice guy. Like, and that's kind of like all he is. But it's like, yeah, I kind of. So I looked at I looked up this guy. His name is Brendan Elliott. Yes, Brendan I can't Elliott. get over how many of these movies he's, he's in. in a lot. So after a Christmas melody, he was this. This is these are the Christmas movies. He was in Love You Like Christmas, Christmas Encore, Christmas at Grand Valley, Christmas in Vienna, um, Merry Go Round, and Mrs. Chris Miss Christmas comes to town. Oh, and opened by Christmas. Right. And then he, he's he's also in a bunch of these things called The Crossword Mysteries. Where he plays Lieutenant Logan. Yes. And he was also in these three movies called Flower Shop Mystery. Flower Shop Mystery. Mum's the Word. Flower Shop Mystery. Ooh, that's pretty good. Mud. And Flower Shop Mystery. Dearly Depotted. These are, these are, these are kind of good. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean... Those are pretty good. Ooh. You know who else is in uh, Crossword Mysteries? Oh, who? One Lacey Chabert. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Go figure. So this yeah, is the like the first one's called Crossword Mysteries: A Puzzle to Die For, which is pretty good. But then they quickly seem to get away from the. Oh, she's in all of them. They're both in all of them. Oh, interesting. Are they? Are they yeah. like the two main characters in them? I would have to. Yeah, they are. Is. Wow. So um, so people really like them together. I guess <laughs> the Hallmark crowd. Yeah. They have the they have they they both have top two billing like they're the they're the two people on the poster for all of these. Look at that. The crossword mysteries that's so weird. Yeah, this was like his thing. It looks like, and then you know, and you know, he it looks like he had other things going on. He he had a recurring role on the forty four hundred at some point. Oh, I like crossword mysteries. Abracadaver. Yeah, abracadaver. I like that one too. <laughs> Is this a show? So he was on some show called, uh, he was a main character on some show called Strong Medicine. Never heard what of it. What channel was this on? <laughs> Lifetime. But it, it ran like six seasons and he was like one of the main characters on it. Along with like, they're like, yeah, there's some interesting people on this show. It It is like a, it is a really good um, cast of like people from TV shows. So like it's got, Patricia Richardson, who's the mom mm-hmm. from Home Improvement. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the Maori sisters from Sister Sister is in it. Uh, Rick Rick Schroeder appears to have been in it. Uh, Nestor Carbonell, everybody's favorite. Uh, oh, Nestor Carbonell. Yeah, exactly. Plenty of eyeshadow. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, who's the other person I saw in here? Janine Turner from Northern Exposure was one of the main people in it. So yeah, so he was in that. He was a doctor, I guess. I'm assuming they were all doctors. Uh, my my hunky guy has done nothing worthwhile. What's what's what, what is your hunky guy's name? Jefferson Brown. <laughs> that is a name. <laughs> Jefferson Brown. Yeah, he's a Canadian actor. Oh yeah, the Canadian accents were. Th- I mean, this this movie was clearly filmed in, in Canada. Like it was supposed to be a town in Connecticut, but it had. Nothing but pine trees and the biggest fucking pine trees I've ever seen or in the background of every shot. He's also been in some of these Christmas movies, huh? A couple, yeah. Noden Christmas. Ordin- uh, not Ordinary Days. That's not a Christmas movie, but I thought that I saw another one. Uh, Northern Lights of Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah, there in. we go. Twelve Men of Christmas. 
Hmm. What is that? <laughs> He's in a movie called Christmas Island this very year. I guess it's like this is really you know, like you gotta get yeah you gotta get paid right right exactly. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, well, is it worth putting a grade on this, on these movies? I don't know how I would grade these movies. You know what I mean? I don't either. Like, there was a moment where, like, so this will this will sum up my thoughts on the movie. There was there was a moment where I was like, I was like, this movie's only an hour and twenty minutes long. Like, we have to be like close to the end. Like. And then I paused it to check the time code and we were 20 minutes into the movie. <laughs> and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Wow. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's, it's the best way to, to make 120 minutes feel like three and a half hours. My movie, like it was so light and inoffensive. I mean, it, that is the thing that really struck me that upon reflection, it's like, yeah, I guess this is the way it, it, it would go. But like, I kept waiting for some real conflict to happen like between the mm-hmm. leads and and like I said like there's a misunderstanding but it is, it is like the lightest of misunderstandings and like he's not mad at her he's just like sad right like he's just like oh you gotta like you're, you're gonna go I, I I get it I understand um and you know reading about it afterwards I learned that it's like yeah that's also a thing right like it's like the way that maybe like an actual movie movie would like really actually have these two characters like not like each other, like really not like each other at some point or like really be like on the splits or whatever. Like that just doesn't happen in these. It's just like very gentle the whole way through and they're getting to know each other and they like each other more and more and more. And then they finally have one kiss at the end. Um, Yep. That's exactly how it happens. Yeah. Um, I almost went the other way where it's like, I can't recommend these movies to anybody. And I mean, you know what you're getting and like, they just are what they are, but it's like, I wouldn't be opposed, like, if if we decided to do this again next year, like, pick two different Hallmark movies and watch them, it's like, I'd be fine with that. Like, it was quick enough for me, and it really didn't put me out. Like, it was like, this was legitimately, we always joke about the way in which I have watched movies in the past. This is legitimately a movie that I watched a decent chunk of on my phone while making dinner. And it was like, this is fine. (laughs) Like, this is, this is, this is the way to watch this movie. I am fine watching the movie this way. Like, I'm not missing any production value. There is nothing, there's like no subtext. (laughs) Like, I'm just like, like, I can just kind of like let it wash over me the way I might a podcast while I am like doing something else. Yeah. I mean, in in some ways, the only thing that got me through this was like my wife and I just tearing into this movie like constantly, Um, which, you know, starking your way through it is not a bad way to watch it. Yeah. And it's, and it's quick, you know, I mean, Again, maybe it didn't feel quick at times, but it like it is legitimately like these movies are all like an hour and twenty five minutes or an hour and a half, which is yeah. which is kind of impressive. But like, yeah, I I do I understand after watching this why some people like really watch these like a lot as like comfort food because like it is uh, it is a certain kind of comfort food like not for us but like for people who are maybe like into this general thing a little more than we are to begin with. It's like so inoffensive and you could just like binge them and like, you know exactly what you're getting the whole way through and it's not going to challenge you in any way. You can kind of have it half on, you can kind of be nodding off and like, like I totally get it. Like is the way. I I mean, I get it too. I mean, there, there are, 
certain like stories or formulas or whatever, like if they just churned movies out according to that formula, like, yeah, I'd, I'd watch them all the time right. because for exactly that reason, like not this, right? but like, yeah, there are things like that that I would be into. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know how to rate this like in, in a weird way. Cause it's like, it almost feels like it can't be rated like a normal movie because it's got its own set of what it's trying to do which is like very low. Like it's like it, it's aspirations are like down here. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I feel like here's what I feel like. If you like Hallmark movies, I, I, I like, there's nothing to say. Like if you like Hallmark movies, yes, this, the thing I watched was one of them. Right. If you don't like them, it was also one of them. Right. Um, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I yeah, I don't know how to like yeah, I, do any more than that. Yeah, and and I would say it's like yeah, it's like for my notes like it was mine was not off-putting in any way shape or form. Make of that what you will because like maybe you're someone who wants a little bit of like you know, some kind of like push and pull in, in the movie like like maybe you want like like again, like your character didn't like Christmas in the beginning. That that's something at least. Mine didn't even have that, right? Mine, mine had nothing against Christmas the whole time. That that was not a part of this. Um, yeah, but you know, like I said, mine, mine, mine had some casting stuff going on and all that that did make it a little more interesting. At, at sure. times, so yeah, I don't know. I guess on the Hallmark scale, I, I say as though we've watched more than one Hallmark movie in my life. Um, I would cautiously say that maybe this one on a Hallmark scale could be like average or a little bit above average because of the fact that there's like a little more going on and there's some name actors in it. Um, I don't know if that's the case, but I, I will ca- cautiously give it a three, three stars on, on that specific scale. And, you know, in terms of a movie I enjoyed watching, like, I don't know, like a one and a half, but that's just because like, Hallmark movies are dumb. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what you want. Like, I'm, I'm not going to yeah. get these movies like more than probably a two or a, I mean, maybe if a movie was exceptional within this, maybe a two and a half, but I don't know what it would have to do to get that. On the Hallmark scale that we have now defined, I would give this movie a two and a half. This feels like it is dead, like right down the middle standard, you know, box standard Hallmark movie right. as, as standard as they get. Uh, on on <clears throat> yes on our broader scale yeah it's really like a like one one and a half like it's not it's not a movie that like I hated so much that's the thing right it was so inoffensive like, that you can't just like, yeah. right, like it's not like our you know midnight skies or whatever where it's like we have something where it's just like oh god like this movie like you, you couldn't right. possibly feel that way about a Hallmark movie no there's not enough there to feel to feel anything about so yeah. All right. Um, well, we've we've been going long. <laughs> Just you and I going long. Who would have guessed? I know. Who would have thought? Um, do you want to? Do you want to? Should we? Should we hit a, a letter real quick, and then we can, you know, go really, really long. Yeah, we could. We could hit a letter, I suppose. So, um, this letter comes from Declan. Um, I'm I'm okay. sorry, Declan. I say that as though it's ridiculous that someone would have the name Declan, which of course it's not. I have a much uh, weirder name at least among americans than declan so apologies to you um it's good this is a good way to start (laughs) (laughs) hey hey, you're really endearing yourself (laughs) good way to start the the whole thing um so um the 
uh, letter, you know, mentions our pain hustler. I'm, I'm going to paraphrase because this is kind of a little bit lengthy. Uh, what sure. you written here, but the letter mentions uh, pain hustlers, which is the last uh, um, ep- regular episode I think we put out before we're doing this one. Um, and um, <laughs> pain hustlers, of course, may- maybe the wrong two people to be talking to about pain hustlers here, as in the two people who did not watch pain hustlers, but instead had to guess the plot through the entire. I did a pretty good job. We, we did do a pretty good job, but his question isn't really about pain hustlers. His question is about. Um, is about Chris Evans. Um, and he says, mm. you know, Chris Evans is someone who really was not a huge star before he got the, the role of Captain America. And that role kind of single-handedly catapulted him to stardom, maybe not superstardom. Like, he's not, you know, this is me talking now. He's not like, I don't know, like like Johnny Depp or Matt Damon or someone like that. But he's Chris Evans. I mean, everyone knows who he is now. And he gets a lot of other roles, like pain hustler i guess um or the gray man another another great movie we watched um but <clears throat> the question is um what what actor from from a superhero franchise or something like that would you like to see get that kind of bump in uh in stardom mm, i assume I, yeah, I assume he means that has not done so sure um I mean, this might be a contentious pick because you because one could make the case that they have they have gotten they you know they do have that level. But like the first thing that popped into my head was Brie Larson, somebody who I feel like maybe is starting that trajectory. Like I know she was just in what was she just in something that um, everyone says is really good, Um, like lessons in chemistry or whatever. Lessons in chemistry, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Apple yeah. TV thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's what. Yeah, that is what it's called. Which people say is really, really good. Yeah, I would like to see that. I feel like it looks pretty good um, from everything I've seen. Brie Larson is an interesting choice, right? For a couple reasons. One, she fucking won an Oscar, so it's not like like it's like I know it's, that's so, the thing. So right? That and also like her superhero thing has been somewhat controversial, right? Like she's not someone that everyone's liked in that for better or for worse. I mean, that's probably also just a lot of loudmouth, like men's rights fuckers, like talking. Um, yeah. But, but, but I do know what you mean where it's like, despite all of that, like she, and I don't want to compare her cause you know, people get different roles for different reasons and they, they take on different things, but like, you know, you think of people who other people who have been in like big blockbuster things like like Scarlett Johansson, for instance, like she's not, you know, she's not necessarily getting roles that like like she's not as ubiquitous as Scarlett Johansson kind of is mm-hmm. and in, in a way that you think of Scarlett Johansson as like a big star at this point and, and maybe did even prior to Marvel. But Marvel certainly has helped. Um, So so I definitely know what you mean there. Yeah, I would go with. I would go with her. I mean, I don't know. What, I have a couple others. What would you say? It's a good question. I've been I've been thinking this whole time and and have yet to really land definitively on someone. I mean, someone, someone we have talked about before, and this is not my answer because I think we've talked about why it doesn't actually work. Um, who's like who I'm always surprised isn't bigger and then I'm not surprised is Henry Cavill and we've talked about Henry Cavill a lot 
um, I think mm. on, on the on, in various episodes about the fact that it's like he's like he's not really like an A-list star and despite playing Superman and like he's he's quite entertaining in a lot of things he's in but he's also like he also kind of doesn't have leading man energy like he has like a little weirder energy um, which is why he's like sometimes better in like somewhat weirder roles like I think I think when we talked about mission when you and I talked about Mission Impossible we both said that we kind of liked him a decent amount in in that role am i right or, or did you feel the other yeah. way? yeah I, I definitely did in in fall no i did in like him Fallout. i think i think henry cavill kind of has the same maybe this won't make sense but i feel like he kind of has the same energy as like john ham oh yeah yeah like no, no no totally I, super good looking but somehow not a leading man and like and like can do a whole bunch of stuff like and is funny and like yeah, yeah. just like has a wide range John Hamm is a really good good thing because like you said it's like so handsome and like like killer voice and everything but then at the same time it's like he gives off this like character actor feel a lot more like um yeah like like where it's like and and also like i think both of them really i mean i don't think you see henry cavill use it quite as much but like they both have like much better comic energy than you might have assumed i mean it's not him for sure everybody knows i think at this point that he's like has very good comic timing but even Henry Cavill, I feel like he's probably underused a little bit. I haven't seen The Witcher, so I couldn't really talk about. It, but it, I, I think I understand that like he probably has some somewhat comedic scenes and stuff like that in that. Um, so so maybe yeah, maybe I'm missing out there. Um, I guess besides that, um, I don't know if there's like all the people I've thought of are people who are mm-hmm. already like decently big or at least like the level of big that they probably should be i mean the one person i always liked a lot in the marvel universe and have always felt should kind of be bigger but i'm happy she isn't maybe is elizabeth olsen like elizabeth olsen is someone i like a lot and like I, i think she's like a terrific actress and it's always a little surprising to me that she's not bigger than she is but but mm-hmm. then but then not necessarily because like she hasn't actually been in stuff that would have made her bigger other than the Marvel stuff. So so maybe she will continue to be bigger. I don't know. Yeah, in in a similar but different vein, like not so much for MCU stuff, but like I, I kind of feel that way about Karen Gillan. Like mm. she strikes me as somebody like this is somebody who like seems like they really could be a big star. Um and just you know, for whatever reason, has you know that hasn't happened yet, and maybe it still will. I don't know, but right, right. It's like I, I kind of understand it with the Marvel stuff, maybe a little bit because like she's not, she doesn't look like herself at all. In in you know, it's like I, right. I don't think like people who only know her from that, I think, are probably constantly surprised to see what she really looks like. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Um. But she's yeah. been, I mean, besides Doctor Who, obviously, it's like she's been in, um, you know, these Jumanji movies now, too. So I, I do feel like more people probably have seen her, at least. But I also think, like, when they think of those movies, they think of The Rock and Kevin Hart. Probably. And then I guess even Jack Black. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, and there's this hot girl in it, too. Who who from these, who, this is not the question that was asked, but who from these movies is too big and should be smaller? And, and why is the answer Chris Pratt? Right. It, it's weird too, right? Because it's like I constantly see clips of like old Chris Pratt stuff where it's like I'm reminded of it's like, yeah, he's like 
he he's so appealing at times too and like very funny at times too and it's like taking away for a second anything about his personal life because there's all kinds of either weird stuff or things